RHD 107.9 Life. James here with you, joined forever. Forever. Joined forever? Forever. You're joined with I'll me. be here forever, You'll James. be here forever. forever. And, and look, and never I, leave I feel very comforted by that. <laughs> <laughs> I never have to worry about who's going to co-announce nope. ever again. I'll be here. We're going to be at a show like 5,373,000 and be like, <gasps> joined again by Tom Basho. <laughs> Yet again. How are you? <laughs> Same as last week. Every, everything hurts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we could just do whole shows about nothing but the different kinds of medications we're on. It'll be fantastic. Perfect. Why wouldn't this? Why wouldn't this work? Why wouldn't this work? Um, we've got a big show coming up tonight. Very very special guest with us today. Hannah Button from the Adelaide Crows. How are you going? I'm well, thanks. And I'm here just for today, not forever. Not forever. Oh. Well, that's okay. But maybe maybe once or twice again in the future. But, you know, the, you don't need to make the kind of commitment that Tom has just literally <laughs> made with his entire life going on. We're going to be chatting about a whole bunch of stuff uh, here today. Uh, with Hannah, of course, there's been a very big game just happened recently that uh, we should have a bit of a chat about. You were there, Tom, for that I game was, as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, an amazing game. Maybe with a result that we... Not exactly overjoyed about, but still, still a great game nonetheless. I will also be chatting a little bit about your background, Hannah, kind of how you got to be here and, and playing here in Adelaide, not being from Adelaide originally as well. So we'll be chatting all about that. Tom Basso is my co-announcer, apparently now forever. The rest of time, yes. I'm just not too sure whether or not I'm ready to make this big a commitment to you, well, Tom. You, you shouldn't have introduced me as I know, forever. I know. You just threw that on me and I, just, ah. I said, yep. Without hesitation, now you're having second thoughts about having me on for every single show forever. I'm a bit of a commitment phone, as they say. <laughs> I'm getting cold feet. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just seeing us now be this kind of like, you know, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I, I, I digress because we've got a special guest here. Yes. So we, we really should be talking Straight to her about, about these kinds of things. Uh, Hannah Button is our guest from the Adelaide Crows. Great to have you here today, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining us. I just wanted to talk a little bit going all the way back. We know where you are now. You're playing for the Crows here in Adelaide as well as doing like a ton of other things. You were like the most super busiest person on earth. But I'd like to go back to the very beginning for you uh, growing up. Where was it exactly? It says, I know that you grew up on the York Peninsula, but whereabouts in particular? Yes, the York Peninsula. I grew up on a family farm in between Middleton and Stansbury. Okay. Lovely part of the world. Beautiful part of the world. Yeah. Well, what's what's your favourite earliest memory of uh, of Stansbury and, and the farm out there? Oh, Stan- when I think of Stansbury, I think of jetty jumping. Okay. Every summer we'd go jetty jumping. Um, and then Middleton, I don't know, I think everyone talks about the Middleton Bakery. You've got to go. If you drive past Middleton, you have to visit the Middleton Bakery. Okay. So better than the other esteemed bakeries like, you know, the Port Elliot Bakery. Everyone talks about the Port Ooh. Elliot Bakery. Have you been there? Yes, I have. You have. And you need to get, Port Elliot Bakery. Yeah, okay. I can't make that call. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but still pretty good. Like what's the yes. best thing to get if you're at the bakery there? I used to always get the vanilla slice or okay. French vanilla slice. Okay, so that's the one that's not the vanilla slice that we know. That's like the Balfour slice. This is actually like a cream one. Yes. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, okay. I haven't had one for a while now that I'm with the crows. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, yes. <laughs> so going back to those early days, like how did the whole – footy things start? Because I'm imagining that I guess back, you know, 15 plus years ago and also outside of like a big metropolitan centre where there's like, I guess, more opportunities. But even then, I don't remember seeing much at the time, sadly, about the ideas of girls playing footy. When did it all begin for you? Like, When did you first realise it was going to be something more than just kicking a ball around 
like a field. Like it was actually going to be something more serious. Okay. So in terms of where footy started for me, I have to thank my brother. Okay. So I think the classic example, just kicking the footy in the backyard, um, obviously no opportunities back home. So I didn't take it much further than that. I did actually get asked, I can't remember what age I was, um, to play with the boys, but I was way too scared to be the only girl playing. And so. How old were you when that happened? Oh, I can't remember. Maybe nine. Okay. So what were you doing? So when you were actually playing sport when you were younger, like back home, like what sort of opportunities were available for you? I mean, because clearly you don't just like step out of uh, not playing sport at all into doing something like, you know, AFL footy. Like what sort of were your early sporting sort of like things that you did in order to kind of like cultivate and, and I guess make you realise, you know what, I am a kind of like, I do have, you know, really good, you know, spatial awareness and all those kind of things mm-hmm. that good sports people have. So growing up um, in the country, you played as many sports as you possibly could. Um, sport was obviously a massive thing and I grew up playing, well, I actually started doing calisthenics initially and mm-hmm. I didn't actually play sport until upper primary. I started to play tennis and soccer. Soccer I probably enjoyed more so. Um and then when I moved into high school, I started playing netball and basketball and that's... Um, so everything. You just kind yeah, of grabbed everything. everything. I just wanted to try everything. But loved, probably loved soccer and netball and basketball the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I started to, um, you know, get a few individual awards there. And I, I guess that's where I started to realise, oh, I'm actually okay at this. One other thing I want to ask too is like, you know, when you're kicking your ball around with the, with, with your dad at the, at the training and mm-hmm. the coach comes over and, and sort of says, hey, you know, by the way, have you thought about this? Like what relationship does um, having really strong family support in um, sport, especially early on, like how much does that have a, uh, how is that important uh, in terms of like building a sporting career? It's huge. Um, like, Younger, when you're younger, you can't even drive a car. So you need your parents to take you to trainings, take you to games. Um, I think a lot of people would agree with me that fa- like family's heavily involved um, in trying to pursue a career in, in sport or in, in anything really. Um, so yeah, my parents have been brilliant in terms of supporting me in pursuing my football career. Is there any one particular memory that stands out to you that you've gone, wow, my family's really, I don't know if I could have really done it without them. Has there ever been in a moment like that? Or if I want to think of a particular moment, I, I'd have to point out my sister there, especially in terms of, um, I mean, I, re- I was already a part of the Crows then, but I guess when I when I tore my ACL mm. um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to come back to um, AFL level, she, she was the one who stood by my side and helped me through all my training and my rehab. So mm. that's a particular moment where I say, you know, like I said, family is so huge and she in particular has been someone who's really supported me through that. Do you think that if she hadn't been there, it may not have happened? Yes. Really? Yep. That much? Mm -hmm. Wow. And of course she is now, for people who don't know, she is now playing for the Crows as well. She is. So two sisters playing for the Crows, that must be... How is that? I mean, are you guys close enough? And I mean, you've clearly displayed that like with what you've just said, but um, does it get weird at all? Is is there any strangeness about it? Like any little, because siblings can be territorial and siblings (laughs) can be like, this is my thing. I want to play with my thing. Why are you playing with my thing? This is really the ultimate playing with my thing. Well, interestingly enough, growing up, we were really competitive, never played in the same team Mm. and would, you know, 
brag over, oh, I got this trophy, you didn't sort of like, we were competitive in terms of who would get the trophy or the medal at the end of the season. Um, you were both clearly quite overachieving too by that. <laughs> if it's like, oh, forget about everyone else, it's just between you and I. <laughs> um, but when we played footy, it was just so different. Um, we're just genuinely happy for whatever we achieved. And um, in terms of playing for the Crows, it was a goal for both of us to, to make it there. So it's just absolutely incredible. It's, it's obviously a unique experience to be playing with a sibling at the highest level. And yeah. it's something we feel very, very blessed to be a part of. Tom and I are here today with a very, very special guest, Hannah Button from the Adelaide Crows. Um, wanting to talk a little bit more, I guess, about the career in general of you, Hannah. So, so Hannah, James and I had a bit of a discussion beforehand, a bit, a bit of a factual dispute about when was your first like season of competitive football? Was it for, was it actually for West Adelaide where you first started playing a full season of footy? Yes, West Adelaide is correct. I actually started in the amateur league. Yeah. So I think it, oh, 2017, my sister and I started in the Div 1, uh, sorry, Div 3, played a few games there and then the Div 1 started, they moved us into the Div 1, played mm-hmm. the rest of that season. I think we played finals but obviously didn't make the grand final. Um, and then after that, my sister actually won the Dutch Gear medal that season. Wow. Um, and then after that, I played in the Sandful in 2018 for West Adelaide mm-hmm. and then got drafted after that. And so that was just such a short transition from... It was a very short transition. Like, how, did you, how did you adapt to it so quickly? And of course, in 2018, you won the league best and fairest as well. Yes, I think... I don't know. I just, I just love the game so much. And from that 2017 season, my first one, I, like I just... I mean, I was, I was pretty average. I couldn't even kick a footy. And like, say when I was lining up for goal, I didn't even have a run up. I just went off two steps and it didn't work out well. well. At, <laughs> I, I'm assuming you mean at the start, right? Yeah, like. 2017 when I first started. <laughs> but from there, like when I when I talk about my love of the game, I like I knew I had potential in it. And I just want, like I worked so hard in the off season to, with my goal to play Sam full. Um, yeah. So, yeah, with that short turn, turnaround, I guess I was just really determined to try and reach that full potential and really worked like worked hard on my aerobic capacity and, and skills mainly because I mm. could, yes. <laughs> was it like daunting starting out at West Adelaide having not played like a full season before? Yeah, my sister and I were really scared. Um, but like we find in all um, footy clubs we've been involved, involved in, everyone's so welcoming and, yeah, just love the culture of it. And then we transfer. Then we fast forward one year, and then you win the premiership in in two thousand seventeen. I know that, that's just unbelievable. So um. <laughs> when did you know that that like day was going to be such a special moment in South Australian football history or sporting history? How did you know? So that this is when so for the Crows, isn't it? This is for the Crows yeah, in yeah. twenty seventeen. <laughs> you and I were both there. I'm, I'm just trying to be very mindful of the fact that you know that you know I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to. I'm on. I'm on behalf, listener. I'm on your <laughs> on your side. These guys are jumping around because they know all this information. <laughs> Because literally your transition from like amateur league playing for West Adelaide in the SANFL and then to the Crows, like it all happened in the space yeah. of what, two years, three years? Yes, two years. And then, yeah. yeah. Wow. See, that's mad. That's incredible. Oh, I can't believe it. But in terms of um, your question with the grand final, uh, like we all weren't expecting it. We didn't know what to expect. This was my first grand final. It was our first home grand final, you know, we were hoping for, I can't even remember, maybe 15,000, 20,000, yeah. and then 53,000 members rocked up. And I know. That was just, like, obviously huge for, for women's footy and, and women's sport in general. I actually think that was a real, actually, moment 
like an actual mo- like a, how I forget how you said that you described it. It was yeah, a real. Icon, it was a, an, it was an iconic, iconic moment. moment. Like you Sport were there. I, I actually saw you like way across yeah. <laughs> yeah. on that day, and we were like way up in the heavens. Yeah. You know, in terms of where we were, we were seated. What was but incredible was when we got there, all the stands weren't even open. And the, at the bounce of the ball, like the Riverbank stand, all the stands on the eastern side weren't even open. And by the end of the day, it was a record crowd for any AFL or AFLW game ever at Adelaide. Yeah. And that, is that just because they weren't expecting it? They were just they like, weren't, going, they yeah. Were, uh, yeah, they, they weren't, weren't expecting, expecting it. it at all. Yeah. We yeah. weren't expecting it. So how was it, how, what sort of impact did that have on you guys? Like what was, what was going on with you guys? Because I imagine this is all happening. You guys are in the dressing room at that particular point. And are you aware that the place is really filling up? Like, So is, initially, like when I was driving to Adelaide over, our report time I forget what it was but there was a traffic jam and like we were all late for our report time so it was from there I'm like oh like I think this is going to be bigger than maybe 15,000 and then when we walked out I think when we walked out for our song I don't know like your heart just stopped and just looking around the stands before it was just breathtaking yeah and what does it mean to you now, like looking back and saying I was a part of that team, that won? I feel I feel very blessed to be part of. You know, we made history, and yeah. for me to say that I've that I'm a part of that is just incredible. Yeah, that was an incredible moment. Yeah, yeah. And then then obviously the next year, yeah, the ACL injury and stuff. How how did you handle that? I know you talked about your sister being such a big important yes, um, you know, mentor and like you know help in that time how else did you like combat those challenges and of course you know the season was called off as well how did you sort of deal with a very challenging year mm. so it was after the 2019 grand final i ended up playing the vfl for yep. mt thunder and it was i think i played about five games and i ended up tearing my acl um and yeah i was, I was quite um if i'm being quite honest so i find it i found it quite difficult um i was challenged mentally um and like i said my sister was um a big a big impact there for me and and also the club where i just wasn't sure if i could come back to sport or um to to footy again um so yeah my family the club chelsea randall i'll mention our captain was huge as well when Mm. i had chats with her and she actually told me that i couldn't couldn't give up on my rehab because we were actually going to play in another grand final and 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 we did just just wasn't the result that we thought it would be (laughs) yeah sure and just on chelsea how like proud of you were you of like her actions like the week leading into the grand final obviously missing due to concussion yeah i i think we're just so lucky to have someone like her she's um quite a unique person she's just so genuine and and a leader like no other, very selfless. Um, and I think her actions oh, were just massive. Um, I think the message she sent was really important, obviously um, with the concussion rule and, and the research around concussions is still still developing. And I think, yeah, just her saying how important this is for her health and, and the message she wants to send for grassroots footy is yep. just massive. Mm. Yeah. And on the weekend, obviously, disappointing result. Where do you think the Lions got on top of you on the day and how devastating is it, especially knowing how you know good it is to win a premiership? Oh. <laughs> I'm still sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I think it's just one of those games. I mean, like credit to them. They they looked like they wanted the ball more than us. They were really hard at the contest. They applied pressure better than us, really. Um, 
so yeah, I think I think we just fell away in terms of of their pressure and how hard they were. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And on the AFLW, like as a whole, how have you, how do you seen the development of it? And do you think it's ready to expand again soon, or what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, if you look at um, year one, and if if you watch, if you followed the AFL from year one, you look at look at the games and, and the skill and how far that's that's come, um, and, and in terms of like attendance and sponsors and all, all those sorts of people jumping on board, it's grown massively. And if you look at also the numbers at grassroots level, the the interests of younger girls wanting to play footy and and um, other clubs. Um, making women's women's teams. I don't know the exact figures, but they've grown um, yeah. massively as well. I think it's just become a, it's become culturally something that is people are really getting really excited about the whole idea of doing it. It's no longer fringy. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's now become something that's completely going. You know, like I remember the last time I was at. Um, uh, Sacred Heart College, you know, really big sporting school. And uh, they've got the banners up on the stage of all the different sporting achievements. And the one that was like in the main centre was actually the girls AFL footy team. And you kind of go, that is, that's new. This is a new idea that um, that the idea of women's footy is, is basically pushed into the forefront of, of our mm. own consciousness. And yeah. you guys are leading that. I think that's, that's where amazing. It's, where it's been huge for me as well, where I said initially I didn't want to play footy because I was apprehensive about what people would think and yeah. if I'd be the only one doing it but for now for now women's footy being the norm like that's that's awesome and like you said AFLW has been huge in that well I think that's a really good message that goes out to 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 people in general because essentially without you guys pushing forward and really kind of like paving the way with it there probably wouldn't be the amount of interest now and probably without the 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 premierships you guys winning and, and Adelaide becoming such a real sort of like you know real hotbed of women's footy excellence you know we probably wouldn't be seeing this so there's a huge maybe a bigger you know um you know accolade that actually sits at, at, at your guys feet more so than that is that it's becoming something that everyone can now do absolutely tom basso is my co-announcer here today on the show great to have you here again with us tom and uh hannah button from the adelaide crows is our very very special guest here today now um I was having a bit of uh, a look at some sort of like looking at some background of you before you came in today to see, and there was clearly a video that was taken um, of, of you and your husband, Carl, when you got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was all about the fact that the wedding song, no, they said something like, you know, every wedding should have an entrance like this. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, I wonder what it is they did. But sure enough, the, um, the, the uh, you know, the, the announcement is made that you guys are coming in like they do at every wedding reception. But the, the song you might, can you t- tell us a bit about the actual song that you came into and why it was important at the time? <laughs> so my husband is a diehard Crows supporter and I actually walked in um, to our reception to the Crows anthem. Okay. Yes. Now, brilliant. yeah. That is brilliant. It's really, do you know that would be really interesting is that there's probably like a ton of like husbands and, and you know, um, fiancés and stuff like that getting married. And they would all secretly <laughs> love to walk in to the Crow song. However, this would probably be this one instance where you'd probably go, actually, that's a really good... And in fact, I'm touched and moved that you would want to do such a thing. But what I was it? To. Yeah. <laughs> because you were like totally like amping it up and there were sort of like some fellow, you know, Crows players there as well that were really getting into it as well from your team. Mm. Um, so why did this happen? Like, why did you walk into the Crow song? Because it is a bit... Was there a bigger story? You told anyway. You told me beforehand. There was a bigger story. So yes, that. there is a bit of background story. Um, 
So in my first season, 2019, my I think we were trying to work out wedding plans because we were getting married that year as well. Yeah. Um, and my husband's like, we should walk. Oh, I think he's always he's always said to me, you need to walk down the aisle to the Adelaide Crow song. Uh-huh. I said, no way. Um, he's like, but what if you win the grand final? I was, and I said, okay, yes, but I have to play in it and we have to win. And sure enough, 2019. <laughs> did you really think that wasn't going to happen? <laughs> yes, I genuinely yeah. thought it wasn't going to happen. And then if, you, if it did, then you just wouldn't care because everything would be so good. Oh, sort of. <laughs> okay. we, did, we did compromise. I didn't walk down the aisle to it. Okay. Um, I remember it was the after party of our um, grand final. I was talking to Bungie and um, Phil Harper, the manager of the Crows, and we talked about our bet and he said, Hannah, you've got to do it now. Mm. Um, <laughs> a deal's a deal. Yeah, yeah. deal's a deal. Yeah. Anyways, I somewhat stuck to it. My husband agreed we'll just walk into it at the reception. Okay. So there, there you go. There it is. So, yeah, definitely the most on-brand <laughs> wedding reception <laughs> entrance ever. Now, one thing I did want to ask you about was um, – and the reason you're here today, actually, which is the reason that kind of it piqued my interest having you in, I went on a bit of a kind of like, you know, when you go on a, like a bit of an Instagram trawl through mm. certain things and you kind of go, oh, that's so's linked to so-and-so and so-and-so's linked to so-and-so and so-and-so. And I was kind of like going through and checking out stuff that was actually happening um, for the AFLW season, big supporter of the Adelaide Crows in AFLW, um, saw your profile there uh, as, a, as a player clicked on it and then in the description you actually have a bible versus your description yes. which is philippians 4:13 can you tell us I what can that do is things through christ who strengthens me now this is now i mean the description of your instagram you're basically saying this is me like yep. essentially this is who i am tell us a bit about the story behind how that came to be so important to you okay um, so that is my favorite bible verse um, but a bit of a bit of another backstory in terms of my faith and my um, sporting journey. There's two defining points for me. Um, I remember going to Easter camp um, and country Easter camp. We play a lot of sport. Mm. I think we had a competition day, and there was how old were you when you? Oh, fifteen maybe. Okay. And there was one person who stood out to me who just absolutely dominated everything. And I was like, whoa, like, how do you do that? And like, lots of people were getting around him. And he pretty much just said, like, I like to play for Jesus. I just, I just want to play for God. And I bet that was not what you were expecting. No, to well, I mean, on, <laughs> East, on Easter camp, yes. Oh, I guess, degree. yeah. Um, and he, he basically said, like, what does that look like? You, you're not cheating, you're not yelling at umpires, you're like setting yourself apart basically on yep. the field. Um, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, and I sort of saw that as an opportunity for me where I started to realize, well, I'm sort of okay at sport. I feel like God's given me this gift. I want to play for Jesus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, that's where I started to, um, I guess, get those individual accolades in my netball and yeah, basketball. Right. Um, and then the second defining point was when my sister won the Dutch Key medal in 2017, mm-hmm. which was huge. It was her first year. And in front of absolutely everyone, including, you know, the Crows inaugural coach, Beck Goddard and Chelsea Randall and all the other um, clubs, Rochelle, like, thanked God in her speech um, for the award. Mm. And um, that was that was huge for me as well. I was like, oh. Um, and that was like from then on was where I thought, okay, like I actually want to bring glory to God in everything I do, especially in sport. And that was actually like from there, I said I was pretty average player in 2017 and I started to see myself absolutely boom um, in terms of like my footy. 
when I was, yeah, when my heart was set on just glorifying God. And that's, yeah. I guess that's where that um, that verse comes comes into play because like it's basically what it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When I ask for his strength and, um, you know, he will help me and that's what I like to show on my Instagram. Like those, you know, where I am today with the Crows playing elite level footy and, um, you know, what I've achieved in sport, I want to show other people that that, that can be the same for them too. Mm. Wow. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. It's a very personal story. Yes. Uh, we got lots more coming up. Hannah Button from the AFLW Crows is our very special guest here today, telling us all about uh, her background, starting sport, playing sport at an elite level, the grand final that's just been, and of course the grand final that really was historic, the 2019 yeah. grand final at Adelaide Oval, um, which really kind of has set the scene for not just I kind of like footy at an elite level, but also grassroots footy as well. We talk all about that. So if you've only just joined us now and you're listening to us on the radio, go back and check out the podcast. You can um, find uh, the RHD Radio podcast wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you like to listen to them and hear that whole story. But anyway, we now enough talking about Hannah's amazing sporting achievements. I'm sure exactly. there's nothing in comparison yeah, to, to you, Tom. We've just gone from like, you know, elite athlete, mm -hmm. AFLW, iconic SA sporting moments. Yep, yep. So now we're going to go this. to one of my stories. Okay, so. My finest, now this wasn't organised for me to, oh, I have had her on that I'll just sort of, you know, throw my own good story. But okay, now you've set <laughs> this up, you've basically said moments in life where you think you celebrated too early. I may have, on reflection, this story, I may have celebrated a touch too early, but this all is right. my finest football moment ever, okay? Finest football moment finest, ever. Finest, okay. and I want this on the record for all time, okay? <laughs> okay. That's why I bring it up. Okay. I'll take you back to the year 10 Bs. The year 10 Bs. Yep. They were very good. Yeah, very yes. good at Ross Trevor College. Exactly. And I, I was there, I played full back most of the time, right? So solid defender back there, right? We're losing, I can't remember who we're playing, but we're losing by about, I think we're losing by five points. Dying minute of the game. I'm at full back. So five points. One goal will change One it. goal and that's it. Wins us the game. And then I get my coach. I look over to him. He's telling me to, he's waving me forward, right? And, I'm and this the, is Ross Trevor too. Like Ross you guys Trevor. are no slouches when it comes to footy. No, and this we're, we're very proud of at yeah. the footy. No doubt about yeah. it. So I'm Especially the 10 Bs. Exactly right. That's that's the number one. Exactly right, James. Well, it's but, not exactly number one. It's, what's the number, number two? Number two by definition. Yeah. But, but not in spirit, man. <laughs> exactly. Not in spirit. Exactly right. The number one twos, yeah. No, so we're, <laughs> we're number one, B. <laughs> exactly. So I'm basically, I'm the only one in the half of the ground on the full forward from the opposition. And I'm told to just push forward. Because okay. we've got to make an impact. We've got to score a goal. Okay. If the footy goes back though, um, we're, we're screwed because okay. it's, he's by himself. So I charge in. I'm very nervous because I don't want to, I look like him to a fool if my opponent kicks the winning goal then. So I charge in. I get a free kick, James, right? Okay. Holding the ball, you know, standard tackle, good tackle. Okay. I boot it forward, James. It's okay. In, so now it's in the forward line, okay. near the goal square, dying seconds. We're down by five points. How many I'm seconds nervous. left at this point? Se I, we don't have a scoreboard, right? That's going to come in later. Okay. There's no scoreboard. I was going to say, this is, this is school sport, actually. You probably don't have a board which counts out seconds. <laughs> yeah. So seconds That's remaining. I, it, there's a scrimmage, all sorts happening. I get another free kick, James. Okay. Right in front of goal. To win the game. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. I'm really Do you, nervous. So you're thinking at this point. I'm thinking. This is done. Like is, I'm done. This no, is done. This, this is, One got, point over. Oh, this is it. I'm going to win the game. Okay. All right. So we, I, I'm on a bit of an angle, but I'm close to goal. So I can okay. kick this. Okay. This is my, this is my crowding I, moment. I'm concerned where this is going, but yeah, go. I kick it. Mm. The siren sounds as soon as I kick it. 
straight <laughs> through the middle, James. What? We win okay. the game. What? Everyone is all around. This is the greatest moment this ever. Is, on, Everyone's what? cheering. The whole, everyone's jumping on my back. It's pandemonium. Okay. Celebrations. We win by a point. Okay. Or so we think. Okay. The umpires conferred. The goal umpires conferred in the middle of the ground. Never a good sign. Turns out it was a draw. And not what? a win. My moment of absolute... This is my moment. It's been taken away is from this, me. Is this those moments too when you've got like the two parents? like Because I've seen this before like in club sport where you've got one parent on one team and the other parent on the I other. Think and my dad was, the I think my dad was goal umpire. <sighs> and he couldn't even make something happen. <laughs> it was a draw. And then, so there I was. I was just shattered, James. That was my crowning moment. Well, I mean, you didn't lose. No. So, I, yeah, but we did celebrate. We did... Make a bit of a fool of ourselves because we were celebrating relatively hard, the whole team. Okay. So, Hannah, I'm going to put you into the frame here. Like, imagine then that you're the coach of this particular <laughs> team. They come off the field devastated. Like, what is like a, would be a classic way, especially coming out of a tie, for an AFL coach to kind of like keep the spirits up? Like, just imagine, get into character and just think, what That's are you going to say? I'm a good coach, so I don't know. I campaigned. I'd say to have you tried to- hard. Yeah. Good. <laughs> And then you'd laugh after that because that would be that would, I that'd be like a dagger. Like I said, I'm not a good coach. You're best on ground, surely, Tom. Oh, yeah. surely, yeah. I campaigned for us to sing the song anyway. That didn't go down very oh. well. That would have been a bit sad though on reflection. But anyway, that's that's my crowning moment. I celebrated too early though. So you celebrated too early, but yeah. it was a good moment. So how it did how good. did how did the rest of the season go for the ten Bs? Oh, only up from there, I assume. No, I yeah. think I think we actually we were right. We were pretty successful back in the day. So. Yeah, okay. got almost got the win on that occasion. But Good times. Yeah, a bit early. Was that the best moment? That is still my finest moment. It's still your finest that's moment. My fi- that's my finest hour. Yeah. yeah. I probably should have just ended the story. I kicked the winning you goal. You should have ended your career. <laughs> roll the, roll ended the credits. your career yeah, at that point. Exactly. Thank you, Tom, for, her, <laughs> no for that story <laughs> and Hannah, for Hannah being a part it, of I the think. show as well. And Hannah, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, Hannah Button from the AFL W Crows has been a very special guest today. If you haven't caught, uh, if you've just joined us and you haven't caught the show, please check us out on the podcast. Just look for us on Spotify, Apple, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast and you can check it out there. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate you very busy at the moment. Thank you for having me, boys. Oh, our pleasure. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music and we will see you again in a couple of days. Bye. 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 Today.